Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're going to fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. You know, my parents never downsized or purged. And the day that they left to move into the assisted living facility, my brother, my sister, Jody, our six kids, we were left with the burden of downsizing for them. It was about the hardest thing we had to do. You know, think about it, making decisions on everything they accumulated. That experience really opened our eyes and gave us a real kick in the butt and told us that there was a real need to do this process for ourselves so our kids didn't have to. And while we spend a good portion of our life in the same house as we did, at some point, we, we decided, but at some point you might decide to downsize, either as the kids move out or just you want to relocate to a, to a different place for a different lifestyle. And, you know, for more than four decades, we both spent a lot of time accumulating what I call stuff and things. You had more stuff, though, and things, by the way. And your three daughters had tons of stuff. Hang on a second. Okay. I can remember vividly taking a day off of work. I don't remember this. Yep. A day, a vacation day in the summer. Okay. It was 138 degrees. Oh, when you did the attic, yes. And I found all of your boys' stuff. You did. Tucked in corners full of mice. Oh, that's right. But we Because they happened to leave granola. We didn't want to talk about that today. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. So I brought it up, so now I'm in trouble. Of course. But anyway, we but accumulated all this we stuff. We did. And and we would do annual purges and we would ask the kids to do annual purges that would help us, you know, give things away and donate and, you know, yeah. be helpful in the community. But we still ended up with a lot of stuff. We did. We did. And when you and I sat down, and I was pushing this more than you were. Definitely. Pushing, uh, pushing. When we sat down to discuss this downsizing, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. It really was. And at times... We just agreed not to talk about it, which I don't know if that was a good thing, but it was good to step away from the conversation. Well, we definitely weren't on the same page. No. And we didn't have the same timeline. No. And then once we kind of broke the seal and started talking to the kids about it, we started getting various opinions. Sure. And then, you know, we started talking about not downsizing, but really right-sizing. Right. And I remember, I would call it our big aha moment. We had this great home with an outdoor patio that was covered and we had an open fireplace. And we're sitting out one morning, Jody and I, with her brother Michael, having coffee. And he brought the topic up. He was looking at the backyard and he said, oh my gosh, it's so great that you guys are thinking about selling this house so that another family with young kids can come in and take advantage of the school system. 
And we looked at each other and I thought, oh my God, I never even thought of it that way. You know, it was definitely a way that we reframed downsizing from what I felt was negative connotation. Right. You know, us moving out, you know, us having to go through all the process of purging, us having to explain to the kids, do you have a room? Do you not have a room when you come back from college and all those things. But the way Michael framed it felt so positive and gave us such a leap that we went for it. And we talked about that for probably a month and it really started our process. And the process that we did, you know, um, we just began, we got pen to paper and started writing a lot of things down. Yeah, you know, we started writing things down and um, sometimes we'd write things that conflicted. Right. You know, like the time frame. Mark would say, okay, let's do this by June 1st. And I'd be like, I'm thinking January 1st. But we'd write them both down. Right. So that we had kind of a log of how we were going to do it. with no, How we were feeling. Right. You know? And no predetermined outcome, no. you know. And then we decided very clearly, and I think this is really important, that there was going to be no lobbying with other parties. So other interested parties. Like, like the kids. Or, you know, my mom and my dad, you yep. know, they were still alive. And, you yep. know, so there was going to be no outside lobbying. And I think that really helped it us. It did. Yeah. You know, the mother-in-law of situation and all that, it didn't come into play. Yeah. It's our home. It's our decision. We had to figure it out. But we also established some ground rules. And, you know, we agreed to listen to each other, really listen. We agreed to use empathy. And we agreed to express our feelings and write them down so that it's so that our feelings were heard. You know, we also agreed to walk away from it if we were finding that it was becoming heated. How many times did we walk away from it? Probably six or seven. (laughs) At least. (laughs) Um, So anyway, the first step. So if we really break this down into steps that would be helpful to you, the first step would be taking stock of your situation. You know, are is selling your home going to be part of the equation? Right. Are you looking to move locations, buy a similar house, buy a buy a downsized townhouse or condo, and are you looking to stay in the same area? Yeah, and then maybe buy a smaller home and a second home. And somewhere. some people want a larger home. Listen, there's plenty of people that retire and they get an influx of money. Now it's time to buy that large five bedroom home, right. five bath home, so all the kids can come. And every time they come, they have their own place to stay. You and your partner have to figure that out. So that's the discussion that takes place in the beginning. And then once we got the place that we decide that we're, okay, we are going to sell the home, we start to do do an evaluation of our current home. Yeah, this was really good. I want to emphasize this because this is important. I, I want you guys to write this down because we did, we thought of this and we spent all of this time breaking down what we loved about well, the home, everything we loved about that. Right. House. And then also things that we didn't like about the home that we right. didn't want to find perhaps in our next home. Right. And we made, you know, I think we made a must have list. I can't remember, but yeah. there's things like location and geography. You know, where do we want the next home to be? What about the community? Do we want a college town? Do we want a city? Do we want a rural out in the country? What characteristics are important in the house? Number of bedrooms, we want an outdoor fire pit. And the other thing is memories. This helped us a lot, right? Because we did. did reflect on the memories in the old house. Right. But then we started to dream of what kind of memories can we have in this new house? Right. And it really helped us to understand that we were packing the memories and taking them with us. Right. 
They weren't part of the old house. No. They weren't being left in the house that we were selling. We were bringing them with us. Yeah, we still talk about them, that great uh, Thanksgiving meal. Right. We had a tent in the backyard, and we had 50 people over the house. Right. That's never going to go away. We don't have to own that house to have that memory. Right. The second thing that we did was we started to really set our priorities on where we were going to move to. Like Mark said earlier, we did a list of must-haves, and the must-haves we first didn't agree on, and then we started to make some concessions. And then, by nature of looking for property or looking for a new place to live, our must-haves kind of changed to wish lists or must-haves. And we went through this process um, seven years ago when we bought the home we're living in now in Connecticut. We still live down in New York, and we bought a second home, and it was location and geography. We wanted to walk to town, which we have, home characteristics. You know, this house we live in now sleeps 16, but there's only three bedrooms. So we have couches, all these areas for the kids. We wanted easy care and upkeep. And then again, what new memories can we create in this new home? And we created some great ones already. Right. So, and we didn't get everything on that list with we this, didn't. this house because easy care and update. I mean, we purchased a house that was over 300 That's years true. old. That's true. So um, easy care and update, question mark on that one. So, um, so we were flexible. We were. Yeah. We were. Yeah. We, we found flexibility. I don't we think did. we started there. No. But we opted for a staged approach. You know, we had a second home, which is our home in Connecticut. We had bought it five years ago. We opted to sell our, our house in New York. And as an interim step, we rented a three-bedroom townhouse in our town where we sold our house in New York because we still had two girls that were finishing up college, weren't right. sure where they were going to get jobs. And the last thing you want to say to your family or loved one is, we moved, there's no place for you. But here's the thing. We rented this townhouse for two years. Jody and I were spending half the time down there and half the time up here. The girls started to prefer to come visit us here versus in New York. So at the end of the two-year lease, it became really clear we didn't need that house right. anymore. So when the lease was up, we moved out and moved whatever we had. We purged again right. and uh, brought everything up here. Yeah, so I think it's important to note, you know, downsizing wasn't easy for us. And we took interim steps right. with you know, a townhouse and with storage units right. and trying to continue the purging event. Right. So with all that behind you, you need to make an action plan. And we did. And there's so many things that you need, so many steps, and it can be immobilizing. It's just can be so stressful, but you have to make a list and keep plowing through it. And like Jody said before, if you need to take a break, you take a break. You know, if you make some agreements in the beginning and really stay true to them with intention, it really does help, you yeah. know, begin with your extensive to-do list, call a realtor, talk about selling your house, finding a new one. If you're relocating, call a local realtor in that area. Right, that's important. Yeah. We did. We found that to be very important. That that really helped us with community selection. And again, we went through this, but set priorities for the new home, your must-haves and some right. things that are okay. And um, just start moving forward in the process. And, you know, it's funny, the downsizing of your belongings, so That's... of the stuff and things. Um, I thought it was really hard, you know, to do that for your parents, you know, because we didn't have emotional ties and we're trying to make calls on whether this picture makes more sense than that picture. Right. But it's really hard when it's your stuff. Each thing you pick up, oh, my God, my mom gave this to me right. when I was 10. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know. But or, it was hard. Or for the kids, you know, we had to 
kind of draw a line in the sand with some of the kids and say, you know, if you want these seven boxes that are yours, yeah. you have till this date to get them. Otherwise, you know, we're going to have to go through and decide what you want. And really then want. even the harder part is the kids say, I don't want it. I'm like, know. you don't want all your artwork from <laughs> kindergarten? How am I going to throw that out? Right. So it's hard. There's not an easy way out. There just is not. You have to be... Um, diligent for but, sure but with the stuff and things you know we decided to do one room at a time right and that worked really well it did it took us months but it was a good process to go through you know but it but it did it, it did focus us on that one room so we didn't feel that overwhelming there was that time in the attic that i was up there when you were at work or do i have that backwards yeah you have yeah. that completely so backwards. jody completely cleared out the attic one day it was 105 degrees up it was there terrible and we even forgot we had stuff in the attic mm. but we did that uh we did the kids rooms first we did and we did store some things for them and just worked our way around the house and then we gave mm -hmm. away a lot we which did. uh to various organizations in your community um, especially these days they could really use it so we organized bags by, you know, women's clothes, women's right. shoes, men's clothes, men's sweaters. And um, the local charities were super excited to get that. And I would say that this is an ongoing process. We still can do more purging here. We it's can. hard, but, you know, sometimes I think this coming Sunday it's going to rain and we're going to purge. So um, it simplifies. Well, yes, you did. I did not sign uh, up for that. It simplifies your life and it'll, it gives you room to dream of more. You know, we've, yeah. we've made a lot of changes in the last five years and we're living a great life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we love our new community. We still have ties to our old community. You know, it's kind of like those friends that, you know, never leave you. And now they have a place to come and visit, which and, is really fun. And we've done really well socially. We've joined a local club. We know a lot of the shopkeepers. So we really, really enjoy um, what's going on up here in Connecticut. So if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends and join our free Facebook group. Um, we've got a great Facebook engaged community and we'd love to have you join. The link is also in the notes. So thank you for listening and we look forward to being with you again. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube, where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening. 